0: You are listening to episode 141 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360VegasPodcast.com or send us an email at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. 360Vegas Podcast is brought to you in part by Tickets.AccessVegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try Tickets.AccessVegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen,
1: we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. Could Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck.
0: The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas! Vegas, baby.
1: Vegas,
0: baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. How's the weather out there today? It's, uh, it's quite warm, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, that's a very pedestrian question that for you to <laughs> ask me, Mark. That
1: was, that was the extent... Well, I was trying to call back to... The fact that we lost you midway through last week's show, but I I apparently hadn't thought any further than to ask you such a question. So,
0: yeah, I felt really bad about that. Um, But, you you know, in in, in checking the weather, you know, beforehand, I kind of give you a heads up a few hours ahead of time because I I saw the weather and it said severe weather watch. And I knew right off the bat, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be an issue because every time we have bad storms at night, and it's always at night here, I have no idea why. It's not during the day. We don't have storms during the day. It's right when I'm putting my kid to bed or when there's a show. So I kind of knew it was coming and uh, had a bad feeling uh, given what I could see on the radar was coming our way.
1: I wonder if that's Um, got anything to do with living
0: in the armpit of America. (laughs) The the armpit? That was very kind of you. (laughs) I was thinking of some other crevice or orifice.
1: (laughs) All right, well, enough about the weather. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to say that our good and subtle friend at DS Lifton helped us in informing us that Slash is touring as the opening act with Aerosmith, not replacing Joe Perry in the band, as we stated at last week's show. That was the cleanest, uh, most... He basically called me an idiot, Brian. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's what it came down to, but uh, I don't give a fuck.
0: Hey, you fucking moron. It's, he's, not, he's not taking over. He's the opening act. Pretty much, yeah. Obviously. (laughs) Any idiot would know that. (laughs) Except this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How about Random Vegas for this week?
1: In 2011, Forbes magazine listed 1,210 billionaires worldwide. 16 of those billionaires live or do business in Las Vegas. So Hmm. suck on that, White Stains.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a lot. That's a lot more than I thought. Twelve hundred and ten billionaires. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. You know what it is, though. We've had this conversation, especially talking about Vegas all the time and how expensive things are. Billion is just kind of losing its its power. It's and I and I assume this is just
0: inflation. I don't know. It's still a lot of money, man. Well, well fuck. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I actually, Mark, I, the- I
0: don't know, man. I, I can't. I can't water it down like you can. It, it's. It's. <laughs> It's a lot of money.
1: See, and, I uh, actually made. I, I started mocking. <laughs> this is this is how ahead of the curve I was, Brian. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for this. I, I started mocking millions when four hundred and one k four hundred and one k kind of came into fashion when I, I first started working in in the real world, or at least I don't know. That's when I first what you what you consider to be the real. World. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they they were saying, well, if you invest this much, well, you know, when you retire, you know, you'll have seven million dollars. I'm like. Yeah, but you're showing all these things like you know bread will cost twenty-seven dollars. So what is seven million gonna be worth to me when I retire? Mm-hmm. So see, yeah. I, I, I was mocking millions like twenty years ago, Brian. Yeah, you're you're way ahead of
0: uh, way ahead of me anyway. <laughs> what do you to do? I know what we can do. We can go to the Vegas May Review of the Week. Mm, there you go. This is Dorian's July twenty-eighth review of
1: Giadas at Cromwell. Four out of five chips.
0: Yeah, Dorian wrote, great experience at Giada's, sat at the bar, and was fond over service-wise. Managers, waiters, hotness, right? Is that hotness? Yeah, Managers, I was... Managers, waiters, hotness. Can you speak to this?
1: Uh, I, I thought the same thing. I think it, it's, it's a typo, but the rest of it's okay. it's quality.
0: Okay. Yeah, I thought maybe hostess, perhaps? That's exactly what I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hotness. Uh, could not have been nicer or more efficient. I had lunch and started with the G Signature Cocktail. Followed by terrific bread service. I've never had bread service. Oh. <laughs> I've never had my bread serviced at my table.
1: Mm.
0: Think salty pizza crusts with pesto dipping sauce. I also enjoyed the burrata with pink salt. It was the best I ever had, period. The waiter then brought my lemon pesto, heirloom tomato, prosciutto grilled cheese sandwich. Delicious. For dessert, I savored the gelato sorbetto of dark chocolate, roasted banana, white chocolate, and summer strawberry. Mm, go to Jada's. Giada is there on site. Monday, they Thursday like clockwork. Yeah, I
1: think that was also <laughs> Monday, th- uh, Monday and Thursday maybe through yeah. Thursday. I don't know. Regardless, Monday through Thursday. The thing that I thought, I, there's no way it's Monday through Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but um, it's sort
0: of hard to make out through that.
1: Yeah, but regardless, the thing that I think I I liked most about that review was, especially when it comes to Italian food, is it, it, there's a lot of it, similar with Asian food too. There's they they use a lot of things in their mixtures a lot of seasonings onions peppers shit like just lots and lots of stuff that the more things you add to the to the concoction the the more uncomfortable i get and <laughs> some of those things uh, within that review i was like I-, I would eat that i'd give that a shot so it, it just encouraged me so i felt that i would celebrate it who doesn't
0: like pizza crust and pink salt right see you hmm. get me you get me brian I totally understand <laughs> Totally. Grilled cheese. Come on. See. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a nice little review from regardless of how cryptic it may have been. <laughs> how about the Twipping of the Week this week?
1: This week's winner is once again from history shared by at Harris Vegas. It's a photo of Harris as it was after they took over the holiday casino in nineteen ninety two. At that time, the theme at that time, the theme was a riverboat. A 450 foot long riverboat. Unfortunately, Harris had plans to make this location their flagship property. That meant retheming it into the Mardi Gras carnival motif we know it as today. Completion of said retheming was complete in 1997. Several properties have de themed in the last 10 years, but the actual look of the property, specifically the exterior, tends to go unaltered. In this case, you can clearly see that the building we know as Harris today is still structurally the same as it was when it was the riverboat, just with all the embellishments removed and repurposed. Gone are the three smokestacks, the wheelhouse, the faux cabin windows. However, the structure is still pretty much exactly the same. In fact, after seeing the photo, it's hard to not look at Harris today and see if you can find the old design elements of the property that couldn't be rethemed and instead had to be repurposed. Anytime a unique theme like this is lost, it's disappointing, but thankfully this photo does a great job of capturing what it once was. That being said, it's far better to live in a world when fantasy is a part of it. Agreed. <laughs> Do you Agreed. know who said that, Brian? Do you know who said that? Um, I just did oh (laughs) just now and it was knowledge (laughs) it was me just now that's right just dropped upon you all savor it
0: (laughs) bestowed upon us right
1: (laughs) that that building for the longest time has always fascinated me ever since honestly the first time i ever saw this picture actually when we started doing any kind of vintage research i i was when i stumbled upon that and I, i knew something of it But had never actually been able to see it before and ever i I do it all the time you can ask karen anytime i'm at the mirage anytime we're at rum bar or if we're across the street at the forum shops anytime i'm out there i'm always just kind of staring over there and all i'm doing is trying to go oh yeah okay so i see the wheelhouse was over here and then oh okay i see what's going on it's it's always fascinated me oh
0: good good (laughs) good for you Actually, uh, I saw the picture, I looked at the picture and it made me think of my first exposure to casinos, you know, in Illinois where they're all they all had to be. Remote- oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Landbound. And uh, I remember, you know, like being in the car, driving and meeting somebody at, you know, at a restaurant near the casino and seeing it, you know, having to wait for them to come off the boat and seeing it in the distance and that, that kind of is what made me think of it and of course it was Harris uh, back then it was Empress too uh, in Juliet, oh, right. Illinois yeah. so that kind of brought back a little, a little bit of those memories as well oh. so as always we will link to it on our blog we'll put it up on our Flickr and Pinterest pages feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages Twitter header as well as the enhanced version of our show probably a few other places as well alright let's move on to the news First piece for this show, uh, some information regarding the Bellagio robbery. Yeah, for the second time in two years, Bellagio got robbed. This is a Be- Bellagio heist. Be- <laughs>
1: this is not Ocean's Eleven. It's pretty It's pretty <laughs> clunky. <laughs> yeah. This time, it was around 8.30 p.m. last Friday. The suspect reportedly approached an employee with a handgun and demanded money. Details of how he entered the property, how he approached the employee, and how he exited are, of course, being kept private to not encourage copycats. It's reported that the Bellagio was taken for somewhere between 30 to 45 thousand in cash. It only took about 32 hours to catch the guy. The suspect was found at the Hard Rock after a tourist reported that a man paid him $300 to rent a room and another $405. Or his troubles, claiming he didn't have any ID, so he couldn't do it himself. Surveillance footage helped police confirm it was who they were looking for. It didn't hurt that the suspect was wearing the same shirt the robber had on when he committed the crime. Interesting. Police found the man in his room at the property with four hookers carrying more than seven thousand in cash on them for their services.
0: Celebrate good times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the chief of the idiots didn't really understand how the whole prostitute-John relationship worked because the women of the night claimed that the suspect took them shopping at Caesars Forum Shops beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> A search warrant revealed another 10000 in cash, some of which were still wrapped in Bellagio bands. Nice. They found a 6 millimeter BB gun with an orange tip and a small black backpack identical to the one used in the robbery.
0: If they were smart, they would have used a nice Target sack backpack.
1: <laughs> when questioned, the suspect claimed he found the backpack full of money in a casino parking lot. Despite erratic behavior, he denied being on drugs or alcohol despite laughing inappropriately and excessively. <laughs> some people who have reviewed this show would think that that would make me a prime suspect. (laughs) He was also unable to recall his address or telephone number. So, they, of course, arrested him. But, that couldn't be the end of this story. When it was time for his initial court appearance, this guy became so unruly, combative, and mouthy, that they had to Hannibal Lecter the tool. Police bound Gagged and rolled his ass into court to learn how long he would be sitting in jail waiting for his preliminary hearing. Hopefully, this will not be the end of updates for this guy. I'm not kidding you, man. If you look at the picture that I've got connected here, it's this guy with, and it's actually like, I don't know where they, it's like they took bed sheeting and maybe some pantyhose and wrapped it around his face with some paper. I don't know. The crew <laughs> in a candy bar wrapper there. I don't know what it is, but what a fucking ass hat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, these things happen I, I love that for some reason he felt he had to butter up the horrors <laughs> Maybe maybe he was really fucking awful to look at
1: <laughs>
0: And it took more than monetary I mean it took gifts in addition to cash <laughs> To uh, fillet him. This,
1: and. <laughs> there were some extensive negotiations <clears throat> going on.
0: Yes. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling like working today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like going, "Hey, you ladies want to have a good time?" Uh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, I just had a good time a little bit ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm, tired. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't, I don't even know why I'm still out here. I'm right. This isn't even, is even my corner.
1: I'm, I'm actually on my way home right now. <laughs> i got to pick up the kids
0: at the sitter. My <laughs> <laughs> pimp is going to beat the shit out of me if right. I'm talking to you. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story. Pawn Star Plaza. Pawn
1: Star's owners are once again looking to capitalize on their massive success. This time, specifically from the crowds that line up for hours outside the gold and silver pawn shop all the time. They are proposing what is basically a baby container park, and Rick even said he was inspired by Tony Shea's Container Park downtown. The plan would be to build a 6,000 plus square foot shopping center composed of 22 colorful module cubes, each 288 square feet in size that would house six restaurants and 16 or so retail shops. The renderings have already been teased as the world's largest Rubik's Cube. In fact, one of the first people to mock it in such a way was Rick's wife. The Harrisons not only own the land their pawn shop sits on, but four other parcels around the 700 block of Las Vegas Boulevard South. While the plans are still in the development phase, Harrison admitted that even though money is obviously the driving goal behind the concept, the thought of helping to revitalize the 700 block of Las Vegas Boulevard would mean a lot to him after all it's given to him. So much, in fact, that he decided to invest himself Instead of requesting public redevelopment money, which he would be able to relatively easily get to develop that area. Largely because he believes he can get it done faster if he were to do it with private money.
0: I'd say that's probably true. Yeah.
1: The estimated cost of the project would be about $2 million. The Harrisons have already invested more than that just in buying up the land around the area since 1992. Despite not submitting the use application to the commission yet, Harrison hopes to have the project complete and open to at the start of 2015, if not earlier. I have to be honest, I really enjoy that show, but I've never really made the effort to get down there. They build this, I'm going.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it would definitely be worth checking out. Uh, I've always wanted to go check out the uh, pawn shop just from the TV show. I, I never was a huge you know, watcher of that show but I've seen it enough to know right. um,
1: I'm a bit of know. a history nerd so it plays right into it Yeah, yeah. Sure, and, he, and he's sure. bald and a smart ass and laughs a lot and so I mean it's I feel a kinship with him
0: yeah the rest of my family fucking eats this show up uh, they love it so yeah I, I would definitely go check that out uh, if given the opportunity <laughs> there you go
1: I hope he pulls it off he had some other I idea I preface that
0: if I don't have the opportunity right? I'm not going
1: to do it he's not promising shit alright the opportunity has to be there <laughs> <laughs> it has
0: to be convenient for me that's right all right. Our next item up for this week, Westgate signage heads expectations south. Tried to do a little word play there, Brian. I see that. I think I failed. Yeah, I'm not really sure where you're going with it, it. Kind of a it, little it, bit. Either that or word play is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 you, you did a little word dumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This week, Westgate started installation of their name to the famous Hilton Marquee. Thanks to Vital Vegas for ignoring trespassing laws to get the photos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, the real thing never looks as cool as the artist renderings, but in this case, let's hope it doesn't. The yellow lettering with a black background looks worse than Delano's signage we made fun of last week, and I, I don't know, at least LVH attempted to replicate the iconic sign of the Hilton because this thing looks like giant legos or a fucking light bright it looks awful i i I do not under i don't know if that's their coloring like i I maybe black and yellow is like the official company color but
0: it looks terrible it does it looks really bad i'm taking a look at the pictures now Mm -hmm. you know not too long ago i think we talked about this on a previous show did you ever watch that show on on netflix the queen of versailles no i don't believe i have it's all about kind of like the rise and fall of david siegel the guy who owns westgate
1: Oh wait a minute! Yes, you and somebody else. I've got to. I'm fucking making a note of that shit right now.
0: Because it's not, it's not super Vegas-centric, you know. But it's there's just enough of it in there for you to really kind of get the uh, the a glimpse into his life of what it was like uh, building up, and you know, when they're um, you know Ph Westgate and and how big of a, a a huge a huge idea this was, and how profitable it was, and then the crash and how devastating it was for him. Uh, and his, you know, his financial status anyway. So, I mean, it's hard to feel bad for a guy who's worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. So it's like, okay, you just went from having way too fucking much know, to right? s- still having a lot. I know. And I'm supposed to feel bad for you. I was worth
1: 900000000 million.
0: I'm only worth $400 million. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and the guy's a piece of shit. And, uh, you know, he married somebody way younger than him and had a bunch of kids and doesn't give him the fucking time of day. It's, you know, it, I mean, it regardless it's still an interesting show to watch and like i said there's just enough vegas vegas content in there i think i think you'd like oh it's on the list of things to do Uh, more than likely i'll report back on it next week yeah it is is enjoyable awesome all right moving on to our next story atomic residencies i'm almost ashamed of myself brian i i
1: I think i i'm i
0: don't know why but i'd say it's
1: probably a good idea wordplay again i don't know it was announced a couple weeks ago that Tony Shay was finally able to purchase Atomic Liquors and the land it and its parking lot reside upon for $3.4 million. Nostalgias almost immediately wept at the end of the old school bar and lounge, frequented by the who's who of Vegas resident performers after hours. Shortly after the purchase announcement, owners of Atomic Liquors announced that they weren't going anywhere. In fact, they had just signed a 10-year lease with Tony Shea's holding company. So why did Shea want the land so much if he wasn't going to get rid of atomic liquors? Because he wanted to use the 1.36 acres of vacant lot and turn it into five floors of residential housing totaling 278 apartments.
0: Sounds like a bad idea.
1: The property will be looked down onto I'm already
0: looking down upon it. (laughs)
1: Well, the property will be looking down onto the Atomic Liquors Lounge with the Western to its left across from the Llama parking lot. I realize that entire sentence did not help whatsoever. (laughs) Now, no doubt he wanted to build this for his beloved Zappos employees who have had difficulty finding reasonably priced housing in the downtown area since moving their headquarters there this year. More development plans are already underway, including... The venue of Vegas, next door to Atomic Liquors, and just a block north of Container Park that will be a multi-function event space, Ferguson's Motel, a retro 1960s motel that will be transformed into dining and retail, and be anchored by another Burning Man sculpture, the 50-foot piece called Big Rig Jig, made up of two tanker trucks, and that's the picture you're seeing on the Enhanced Podcast as well as more living working units an unspecified 15,000 square foot of commercial space and 50,000 plus square feet of retail and dining between the two on Fremont Street. Ferguson's and the venue at Vegas are planned to be open at the end of 2014. There's no timeline as to when anything else would be done. I get what he's doing with this, especially if you see the development of what's going on. Like, this guy's literally gone, I'm rebuilding downtown. I don't, get, I don't need anybody else's fucking help. I'm rebuilding downtown. I like the idea, but here's the thing that I thought was the most disturbing. I don't know what he's got planned for Western, but I fucking hope it's something. Can you imagine living next to the scariest casino in possibly the history of casinos? No, that no, thing, I cannot. I, I, I've said it before, that thing looked... Looks not looked. Looks like a fucking warehouse where they chopped up human body parts and sold them on black markets. It's horrific. <laughs> uh, I, that building's. Terrible. I haven't I haven't seen it with my own eyes, Mark. But, it looks uh, like, at best a, a, a flea market.
0: <laughs> at best. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> it was funny. I started researching all these other things because I thought what he was doing with atomic residencies or whatever the fuck. Uh, You know, I'm sure it's not going to be called Atomic Residencies, but... um. No. (laughs) What he's doing down there, what he's got planned... Like, I was looking at maps and aerial photos, iMaps, all this stuff, trying to figure out, so they're going to put that here and this here and this here. And the, the interesting thing that really sparked my curiosity was... IMAP's last or Google Maps' last shots didn't have container Park there. It didn't even have them starting construction. So what I got the opportunity to do was take a look at photographs that were taken by the media of, you know, aerial shots or really nice shots from, you know, high up in buildings to see mm. what it used to look like on IMAPs and Google Maps and what it looks like now. And then imagine what, how shitty the area looks that he just bought up and they're working on now and what it could look like.
0: Hmm. Well, I haven't been down there in a long, long time. I haven't. I. I, I don't even have a basis for, uh, for, uh, for for comparison if I were to go down there today, just because it's been so long. So uh, take your word for it. <laughs> Brian, there are worse things you could do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Next piece, White Castle, Vegas. This one. This one particularly has me interested. I knew it would. Mm. How this hasn't existed until now is kind of
1: amazing. Vegas Eater is reporting that the first West Coast White Castle restaurant will be in Las Vegas on the Strip at Casino Royale. I have, a re- I have a reason to go to Casino Royale now. There you go. The only place I could think that this would fit better would be Excalibur, that, but that's only because they already have a White Castle. I, I mean, you know, literally a White Castle. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, I, made the, I made the connection. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was thinly veiled. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want this to get too confusing. I didn't slowly want to
0: slowly pull it. Slowly pull the out. I, of I that didn't one.
1: want to knock you down the rabbit hole, Brian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's a long, dangerous road to travel. It is. It is. As part of the
1: nine million dollar renovation to the property that will add a Walgreens and expanded Denny's, complete with a second floor balcony for patrons to enjoy the Mirage Volcano, it will also <laughs> include
0: this White Castle. Oh, okay. that's fantastic news.
1: According to Permit filings. Plans are to mount an 11-foot version of the restaurant's Fort logo overlooking the strip. I think their food is absolutely disgusting, and I think they're going to make an absolute killing
0: here. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to purchase my crave case. Oh, I know. I,
1: I, I, I believe me. It, it wouldn't surprise me. If this thing doesn't become as popular, at least if from a from a line point of view, like one of those places where every time you go, it's always a fucking line, like right up there with like Secret Pizza, like every fucking time you go to Secret Pizza, you're like god damn it, it's
0: not so secret anymore, is it? <laughs> no, no, everyone's aware of it. Yes, it never really was. But that sounds like a wonderful time. Go up there, grab yourself a nice crave case. Excuse me, thirty cheeseburgers for me and a large grape soda, thanks.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that they hadn't expanded to the West Coast.
0: No, I didn't either. And actually, they're kind of sparsely located uh, throughout certain parts of the Midwest, even. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I like I said, I'm not a fan of the food. I think this is going to be a huge. This is going to be like like hands down their their biggest earner.
0: I don't understand. Uh, people either love White Castle or you hate it. I am of the former.
1: Um, uh, you know what it could be, honestly, for me? I'm not a big fan of onions, and that's kind of
0: the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they cook it on a bed of onions. That's that's the whole point of the slider. They, ex- they explode like flavor crystals in your mouth.
1: It's just to each their own.
0: My cousin and I, when I used to be unemployed, gaming 24 hours a day and totally useless and worthless to society, <laughs> uh, after a long 24 to 30-hour gaming session, uh, we would often go to White Castle and, and load up on burgers and come back and watch Harold and Kumar go to White Castle while we enjoyed our burgers. <laughs> nice. See I did something similar, but this
1: was back when Taco Bell started doing their uh, their ten packs. Oh, I used to I used so to polish good. that
0: shit off, yeah. Fuck yes. That was
1: mm. that was my three AM chasing girls around going, Oh I'm fucking
0: hungry and grabbing We need case. to we need to stop talking about this shit. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> and I and I don't I don't have a White Castle nearby. I do have Taco Bell, but no White Castle. Mm-hmm all right. Well, yes. Our next story. Sorry, I'm all, I'm all worked up over the White <laughs>
1: I'm salivating.
0: Harris <laughs> renovation. We have an update. Well, yes. more specifically, Mark has an update. <laughs> you know it. While still currently under
1: construction, Harris has announced, per the large construction wall signage, the space formerly occupied by Ming's Table and the Cafe at Harris will be henceforth known as Fulton Street Food Hall. The name is intended to reference the New Orleans Outdoor Dining Promenade, and it's being described by Vegas Chatter as kind of like a cafe you'd find in a Whole Foods. Uh, (laughs) Possibly more interestingly, Harrah's has finished installing new carpet on their casino floor, and construction on their new casino bar across from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse is almost done. Their plans are to open
0: that next week. That's, That's such an awkward name to say, isn't it? Ruth's. I hate Chris. it. I fucking
1: hate it so much. I understand there was a Chris Steakhouse and Ruth's purchased it. So it yeah. is Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. The fucking worst branding name possibly ever.
0: Everyone just says Ruth Chris. Yeah. Not a, not everyone. Like, everyone should. Not everyone. Yeah, but it's easier.
1: I've been trying to force Manzi on people. We need to start forcing Ruth Chris. <laughs> it's
0: it's easier just to be lazy and sound ignorant. There you go. It's too many S's. Yeah, it's too many apostrophes. Too want I mean, too, and many, too many. And by too many, I mean one. There's too, many, one too many. Too many possessives. <laughs> yeah. Ruth doesn't really need Chris. No. No. It's just, it just should be Ruth's Steakhouse. There, not even that. Just steakhouse. Well,
1: that's what I mean. It's like, is Chris Steakhouse going? Oh, I love Chris Steakhouse. Like, we should go to Ruth's Steakhouse. Like, what's that? I don't know what that is. Like, going, eh, I don't, I don't know if we can expand without Chris Ruth. I don't, I don't think we can. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have to reference
0: both of them. Like, I don't think anyone gives a fuck about either of these names. Which Chris are you talking about? Are you talking about? Oh, that's right. You're talking about Ruth's Chris. Oh, Ruth's. Oh, because David's
1: Chris is a piece of shit. <laughs>
0: That place is no better than a fucking goddamn sizzler. Yeah,
1: that guy's fucking worthless. Yeah, David has owes, no idea what he's doing. Still owes me thirty dollars.
0: <laughs> I had coupons and they did not honor That's them. Horse shit. Hate that guy. Uh, I'd rather have White Castle. <laughs> You're to at all
1: the, the rest of the show, isn't it?
0: Uh, I hate you for that. <laughs> it's not. I have to drive like an hour, hour and twenty minutes away for the nearest White Castle. I know exactly where it is, Mark. I know exactly where it is exactly an hour and 20 minutes without traffic <laughs> it's late night brian it's you got a shot <laughs> i know i know all right well that's gonna do it for the news let's let's go on to prop bets for those of you I gonna prop say, bets. well that's
1: gonna do it for the show fuck it i'm grabbing a curry
0: <laughs> <laughs> mark we've got storms you gotta go click <laughs> brian according to my app brian brian <laughs> <laughs> i would actually tweet that that would be nice all right. Uh, prop bets. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, prop bets is the extension of the news with just little nuggets of noteworthy items rather than the full-blown stories. First one, Las Vegas Monorail celebrated its 10th anniversary of Operation last week. Good for them. De- good for you. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Fucking Monorail. De-
1: Desperately trying to reassure the public that they will be cool. SLS Vegas <laughs> has dropped $5.2 million on a marketing campaign titled "Be Legendary" that mixes classic Sahara photos from the days of the Rat Pack mixed with modern photos of the renovated property. I I don't think I've ever been so cynical about a property. I'm sure it's going to be fine. It may even be cool. I just I don't know why it it fucking irritates me right now. I don't yeah. know. I'm sure I'll recant that once it opens. Oh, it's really cool.
0: Well, for the sake of Vegas, I hope you're wrong. Continuing to develop a playground for his employees, it was announced that Gold Spike is renovating more of their backyard space into a quote-unquote larger-than-life chessboard, as well as other games. This week,
1: Downtown Grand Disaster put up some new signage on their hotel towers, advertising aggressive deals, including $1 daily specials and free food for slot players.
0: According to VegasAuditions.com, Wynn is looking to hire some stage talent of the singing and dancing variety. With no further details to go on outside of the contract being open-ended, speculation has turned to the Vegas arrival of the play Spider-Man. Turn off the Dark or Wynn's production project, Fun House, that shuttered sometime last summer.
1: Awesome news for me. This year's G2E will have both Steve Wynn and Sheldon Adelson as keynote speakers. Oh, that's exciting news. Yeah. Yeah. Now to just stay sober
0: enough to. (laughs) (laughs) the Harley Davidson Cafe on the Strip has joined the fun and decided to renovate and expand their strip frontage outdoor dining area no details on the cost or expected time frame for completion
1: a perfect example of the direction Caesars Entertainment decided to go in post our friend Dribble Glass aka Vital Vegas is their most recent blog post about all the celebrities that have ridden the high roller who fucking cares
0: it's nope, not, so not this guy. So done, du- not this guy. Two thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs down. <laughs> For those of you loving Bitcoin, previously only accepted at the D and Golden Gate, can now visit a Bitcoin ATM inside the Viva Vegas souvenir shop on the strip, just off of Harmon Boulevard, across the street from City Center.
1: You're a tech guy and in, in the know, Brian. Where's this? I actually,
0: I'm actually not in the know with regards to cryptocurrency. I am not in the know. Make. Except I will say this uh I did just find out that Kanye West won a lawsuit against a cryptocurrency company attempting to use his name and the South Park version of likeness of him on their <laughs> on their own version of it called Koigye, <laughs> uh which I thought was quite clever uh I'm sad that Kanye had them basically shut down uh I, I would have been interested in, in that because I I can't fucking stand that guy anymore. Yeah, he is kind of. I, I
1: don't he's know if you could say he's gone off the deep end. Yeah, I was gonna say gone off the deep end, but it's like it's like this guy somehow went off the deep end. We tied cement shoes to him, and the fucker is treading water like a beast. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't understand. And you know, it's one of those things where it, it kind of makes me sad because I knew about Kanye. I mean, obviously, I'm from Chicago. right. Uh, right. Kanye West is from Chicago. I. I knew about his music probably a lot sooner than a lot of people did just because of some of the people that I knew being somewhat of a hip hop enthusiast myself going way back before he was really anything. And, you know, just to kind of see the changes that have has happened to him as a person, not that I knew him, I didn't know him as a person at all, but very obvious and pu- very public changes that he's gone through with all of the fame and fortune. It just kind of really turned him into a, uh, a douche.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really has. It's, um, like, like, you kind of almost wanted him to fall flat on his face and then kind of get a wake-up call and redeem himself and kind of come back. And it's like, no, in this TMZ fucking bullshit world that we currently live in, it's like, yeah. this guy's out of his fucking mind. This is awesome. Like, God damn it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's not awesome. It's pathetic. And uh, I really enjoyed his music yeah. for a long time. But, you know, it's it's... What I think where what crossed the line for me was—I I don't want to talk about this too long, but what, what went over the line for me was the moment that an artist feels like he's bigger than music himself, that's, that's where I check out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep.
1: And our last prop bet, rapidly turning into the norm. It was announced this week that lottery manufacturer Scientific Games Corp. will purchase Bally's technology for $5.1 billion. This in the wake of— what we reported last week, a similar deal was done in July when GTEC bought IGT for 6.4 billion. Kind of lost its interest, really. I
0: guess it's sort of bound to happen, but right. Yeah. all right. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Time for Playing Vegas, the portion of our show we share with you entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residences in Vegas this week. On Monday, the dive-in movie doubleheader at Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool is The Amazing Spider-Man and The Dark Knight Rises. First movie starts at 7 p.m., second starts at 9.30. Admission is free to staying at the property. Five bucks for everybody else. All right, here's an interesting little side tangent.
1: Amazing Spider-Man, what did you think of it? I loved it. See, I thought it was really good, but I have a reoccurring issue with it. I cannot watch the first hour of it. I don't... Like, three movies ago, we saw an origin story. And while I know the origin story is, is different in Amazing Spider-Man, it's like, I get it. You were a regular kid. You got bit by a spider. Now you're Spider-Man. I don't fucking care. Let me see what you've done since then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the, the uh, most recent one due to child. Um it's hard to go to the movies, man. Well I'm you know. interested
1: in seeing the second one big time. But yeah, I, I I've I mean I've seen the Amazing Spider. I own it. I've
0: seen it several times.
1: I just can't watch the first hour. I'm like, I don't care. Just get to the adventure, please.
0: Yeah, I like it. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. What What are your thoughts? On, no, actually, let's not get into this. This would be a really long conversation. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bring. I'm not even gonna mention the topic. It's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. Friday under the sun tour featuring Smash Mouth, Uncle Cracker, Sugar Ray, and Blues Traveler are performing at the Golden Nugget. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $52. Justin Timberlake is at MGM Grand. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $62. And Jay Leno is at the Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at sixty-two dollars. Hell, is that even possible?
0: Six. I was just, I was just thinking as you were, as you were saying, I'm like sixty-two bucks. That seems pretty reasonable for Jay Leno. That's wild. It's like four seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. On Saturday, Cedar is performing at the Fremont Street Experience. Show starts at 9 p.m. Admission is free. Kathy Griffin is performing at the Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at eighty-seven dollars. Friday and Saturday, Lisa
1: Lampanelli will make jokes about having sex with black guys and being overweight. She'll do that at the Venetian It's all true Show starts at 10pm and Jesus Christ The show starts at 10pm on Friday and 7.30 on Saturday Even even the stupid fucking lipstick thing Even their goddamn inconsistent show times are annoying The tickets start at $84 Fucking see this stupid show And uh, Dennis Miller is at the Orleans Show starts at 8pm Tickets start at $65 Odds are he'll tell you weren't very
0: smart (laughs) Uh, I would agree and I would agree with him saying that as well. Okay. And Sunday, Counting Crows with Toad and the Wet Sprocket are performing at Mandalay Beach. Show starts at $55. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. All right, Vegas deals. You guys know the drill portion of our show. We try to save you money in planning your trip to Vegas or while you're in Vegas. In another attempt to increase ridership, the High Roller is now offering a late night happy hour. It's the same as the regular happy hour deal with, with open bar in one of the bar pods, but this time it's from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. and runs 40 bucks per person. High Roller's regular happy hour is four to seven for 25. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal. That's the deal. You're going to have That's, to you have to run with that one, all right? There was effort involved. Yeah, if you really want to get maximum value out of that, I mean, you're just going to have to be a fucking prisoner in that pod
1: <laughs>
0: for hours.
1: Either that or just fucking hardcore, like, get in there, like, go, go, shots, go, go, go. We got 30 minutes. Go!
0: <laughs> I can't imagine getting tanked in a fucking giant observation wheel. No, it would very much feel like a prison. I'd have to agree oh, with you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for Vegas deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, much like playing Vegas, coming attractions is the segment of our show we share with you, entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies, but a little bit further down in the future. This segment is brought to you by Tickets.AccessVegas.com. If you are going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at Tickets.AccessVegas.com. First on our list, the used are performing at Brooklyn Bowl at Link on Thursday, October 9th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at 28 bucks. Def Leppard will return to the
1: joint at Hard Rock for another short-term residency. This Not time, short enough. No, <laughs> this time they will perform their Pyromania album in its entirety. However, don't get too eager yet because the residency is tentatively planned for November of 2015. Jeez.
0: Quest Love is Spinning Wax at Brooklyn Bowl at Link on Friday, August 29th. Show starts at midnight. Tickets will start you out at 11 bucks. I guess he's just DJing, That's that's very reasonable. (laughs) DSB, Don't Stop
1: Believin', a Journey tribute band is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Thursday, October 2nd. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $20.
0: Dr. Oz will be trying to convince you to purchase some sort of fad weight loss product at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace on Saturday, September 6th. Show starts at 2 p.m. Tickets start at $82.
1: I don't get it. I didn't realize that he was popular enough to fucking garner an audience of 2,000
0: at the fucking Coliseum. That guy's got a following, man. That's Holy shit. Wow. It's 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 breathtaking. Wow. All right, well, I mean, if, they, if that guy could take a shit. In like little capsules, put it in a bottle, and say this will make you lose tons of weight. It's my shit. People are like, oh, how much is it? I'll buy it. Oh my god. That's how. That's how. Is he, it'll an, is
1: he another Oprah disciple, or
0: this guy just uh, out of anywhere? you know what he could be? I honestly can't say. Um, I'm just I'm just aware of of the following, but gotcha, gotcha. I mean, if you look at any side, so like whenever you are, are perusing. Google news and you know, I'll occasionally click on like the health or science link or whatever. And if there's some sort of weight loss product or something out there and Dr. Oz has got his name on it, it's fucking flying off the shelves. Well, Jeff Foxworthy
1: and Larry the Cable Guy, two guys who would never purchase any of that, uh, <laughs> will be performing at Access Theater at Planet Hollywood Friday and Saturday, December 12th and 13th. Show starts at 9:30, tickets start at $65. When I think of Planet Hollywood I do not think of those two guys. Am I wrong? Um, does does that not seem out of place? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, maybe I like don't that. I don't know if maybe they're just trying to test out that venue to figure out what type of acts it can go. But, uh, I mean, I'm not knocking these guys. I just don't. When I think of Planet Hollywood, I don't think of these two guys.
0: Yeah, they absolutely have their own uh, following. Yeah, and it's quite, um, quite huge, as a matter of fact. But uh, it's funny. I, I used to not really be able to stand either of those guys. But I have recently developed a... Uh, uh, I, I, I like Larry the Cable Guy a little bit better now Because my son loves cars <laughs> I knew that's where you were going with it <laughs> He fucking loves Mater So uh, Larry the Cable Guy is good people in my book <laughs> Well there you go Because <laughs> his work makes my son happy Godsmack is coming to the joint at Hard Rock on Wednesday September 17th Show starts at 7pm Tickets will start you out at $40 $40
1: America's Got Talent Live will be performing at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood Friday and Saturday, September 26th and 27th. Shows start at $70. I don't know what time it starts. Who gives a (laughs) fuck?
0: Agreed. That's how I cover up for forgetting to put it in. (laughs) And Limp Biscuit with Machine Gun Kelly will be at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Tuesday, September 16th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets will start out at $50. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, let's go to the river. All right, before we get in the river, don't forget, guys, you can support the show when you shop at Amazon. It's super fucking easy. Just do it. Go to the blog, click on the banner, and then go about your purchase. That's it. I'm trying There's to brainwash to you
1: into thinking Amazon, think 360 podcastcom
0: <laughs> Yep, absolutely. All right. So, I mean, it's so easy. Yeah, it really is. So this week, in
1: the river, once again, listener feedback, and these people have been quite patient with us, and I love this
0: first one, Brian. It's an email from composer John Williams.
1: Oh, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> No idea he was a fan of the show but i'm i'm 'm humbled he, he
0: He took a break from writing the music the, the score to the new upcoming star wars film to send us a, a a little note
1: brian i've enjoyed his work for so long i'm honored and and humbled for me, for many a decade yes i I'm, I'm humbled to say the least that, that he enjoys my art as well thank mm-hmm. you mr williams <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Williams was curious to know. What property that you have visited in the past that is now gone do you miss the most? Also, what major property could you easily never visit again? Loving the show, Sterling Archer, whereabouts classified.
0: That's cute.
1: <laughs> I've seen I've seen just enough Archer just to, <laughs> just to appreciate it. Like that. Just enough. Alright, you as a casual casual goer to the the Vegas shores. And they don't really have shores, but what, what, uh, what property in the past, and you at, have actually been around for properties that were there and are now gone. Well, I guess I have too, but whatever. You've been there for far longer than I have. Is there a property that you miss?
0: Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little, uh, do a little twist on this one. Okay. Um, I like old Treasure Island. It's ah. kind of gone. No, no, and no, that's is, good. Yeah, and I, I miss the old Treasure Island versus what is there now.
1: Okay. All right. What's a property you would never visit again, happily? That if they were like, Brian, you somehow have the godlike power to destroy any fucking property <laughs> in Vegas. Which one will? Somebody's dying at your hands, Brian. Who's dying?
0: That's tough, man. Um, shit. I have. Oh, that's such a hard. That's uh, such a hard thing to say because I. Because haven't there's been so many. There... <laughs> well, yeah. Because well, and you know I haven't been down there Fremont Street in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sure. Yeah, I uh, Plaza, I guess. Oh. And uh, and I would and, and you know me, I can easily detach any sort of nostalgic, you know, any yeah, sure. uh, no historical value. I don't care about that. They have uh, done some I'm, renovations. I'm, I'm, it's pretty nice looking now. I'm the every man as far as going to Vegas is concerned. I just happen to know a little bit more about it because of the show <laughs> than them. Right. But as far as the frequency uh, of my visit. Uh, I, I was uh, I was not very pleased with with my experience here, but again, like you just said, uh, it's been a while.
1: So. Well, there you go. For me, the property that uh, I, I see, I almost have to cheat on this one because I never visited it. But now, I mean, I guess the closest thing I could come up with it for an answer for that is Stardust, and that's only it's probably largely just because of the name and, and its history and what that is. But the property that I has always kind of stuck in my head that I wish I could have seen before they destroyed it is the Dunes. I can't really explain why. I would have loved to have sat at the top of the Strip right by their, their big spade sign and just looked down on, on the Strip. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about... The research that I've done that that property is just I don't I don't know it's always
0: captured my imagination. I want to say one other thing about this because I have I I haven't been there myself but I've seen a lot of it because back in the day you used to be able to take a camcorder into certain areas of different properties you know and record a lot more than you could have now. So I've seen there's one thing that is gone and it's not a property that's been taken away. It's the MGM Grand, uh-huh. but what it was when they had all of the movie stuff there. Oh yeah. I've seen a lot of that and through video, like home movies and stuff. My yeah. uncle's gone there way back in the day, like in the 90s, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've seen all of that. Like, you know, so it's kind of... I, I haven't been there and I haven't seen it firsthand, but I would love to see that now, and so that's gone. So I miss that part of it that I didn't get to experience but am aware of. It. Yeah, I'm
1: totally with you. Another one, that, I mean, to a much lesser degree, is I wish I could have seen the shitty little dragon show that they used to have at Excalibur. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yep, yeah. I'm aware of that as well. But... A major property that I could easily never visit again is similar to you. I'm going to have to take a little twist on this. Is a property that's already gone, and that is the New Frontier. That property, I mean, I, I, you would think Circus Circus, but no. I hated the New Frontier, unlike any property I've ever stepped foot into. And I know that that was a bit of a O'Shea's-type shitty dive that people had a special place in their heart for, but I had a... Special place at the bottom of my fucking stool for I hated it. God <laughs> damn it, I hated I hated walking past that place. Oh,
0: I, I contemplated saying circus circus for which one that I could easily never visit again, but I have. I'm proud to say that I have never visited.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Not
0: even not even in my youth. Well, there you go. I love questions like that. Please
1: keep firing yeah, them at us. That's good. Yeah,
0: and I can participate. Absolutely. because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I actually have some information on that. <laughs> We've got an email from Robin Aubin. Robin wrote us and said, I just found your podcast. I can't believe it took so long between Hundi Vegas Gang, Advantage Gambling, and you. I have a true four of a kind to get me back and forth to work. Concerning your rant on your trip report about concert attendees, don't beat yourself up too much. I think this is, yeah, this is absolutely to you. I get the same rage because I would, oh, I don't know, want to listen to music at a concert without others getting in the way. <laughs> I once asked people around me to talk quieter during a concert at Mohegan Sun here in Connecticut, and they replied, who do you think you are? This is a rock concert. (laughs) Uh, Some background, I'm a musician of over 40 years and a music teacher for 36 years. Imagine my frustration. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm an author of Net Time Gambling, a blog covering New England casinos. I hope, oh, that's interesting, actually, with all the stuff that's going on up there with them trying to break ground and shit. Uh, I hope someday to do for the Northeast what you're doing for Vegas with your podcast. My next trip to Vegas is August. It was very timely to find you. Looking forward to checking your archives before I leave. Thanks. That is awesome. I, yeah, I, I, that's cool.
1: Yeah. It, what a fantastic email. I, I don't know. There, there's so many things I can say about this one other than I'm incredibly flattered to be a part of your four of a kind as well as thank you so much that we've, J- just that we're a benchmark for someone to uh, uh, to strive towards is. We we prefer to be a benchmark and not a skid mark. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and our last email is from Thomas Lewis. He said, "I have a suggestion for the 360 Vegas vacation too. Barefoot walking tours along the Strip with Karen." participants will get an authentic pair of 360 Vegas flip-flops following a barefoot excursion and an official 360 Vegas sheet of sandpaper to scour the black filth from the soles of their dirty feet. Cheers. Thanks for the show. I love that idea, Brian, but we would need to include near blackout drunk conditions coupled with an emotional connection to a pair of flip-flops that is unreasonable by any human standards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, at first, I I'm not. I wasn't real sure about this. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, like,
1: I'm, I, I, don't, I don't
0: like this idea at all. Mark, no, if you, I come to 360 uh,
1: Vegas Vacation 2, I'm not participating in
0: this. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and stick with my initial thought on that. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's going to do it for episode 141. Thank you all for listening and downloading the show. Uh, we, of course, appreciate you tuning in with us, to us, excuse me, every week. Every week we do this damn show. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm able to participate successfully, yeah, that it's, is. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. If you'd like to check out any of the stories in more depth that we referenced on this week's show, you can do that because we've got links on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback, as a few other listeners have done so on this week's show or in previous weeks, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast.gmail.com. At send this message. We'll read it on the show eventually. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent, we read all iTunes reviews on the show. And we're all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find those links on the blog as well. Uh, Mark, let's do a little reminder When's the next live show. August the 20... what? I think it's the 23rd. Saturday the 23rd. It is Saturday the 23rd. Yep, Saturday the 23rd. So we're going to really keep our fingers crossed for some nice weather here. Clear skies. Clear skies. Fair winds. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I like the live show. It's it's it's, it's so much fun.
1: I, I I'm fucked so by glad the weather We came we came up with this idea. I'm, I'm
0: I, I love doing it. Yeah, it's a good time and uh, hopefully my internet will hang in there through, through the through the uh, changing winds. Right. Till then, we'll see you next week.